Welcome to Get Better at Garbage, the official podcast of Recycle Smart, Canada's fastest growing recycling technology company. In every episode, we talk tech, innovation, and inside secrets with interesting people doing interesting things from around the world. All right. Welcome to this episode of Get Better at Garbage. I'll be your host, Ty Quintel, the Digital Marketing Coordinator for RecycleSmart. Uh, joining me today is uh, our long-standing uh, podcast host, Colin Bell, our Chief Innovation Officer. Hey, Colin, how are you doing? I am doing great. Long-standing. That sounds <laughs> like I've had this job for a while and can't be fired. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Are you coming from an airport this time? Or <laughs> No, I'm not in the airport. Yeah. Last time we did this, I was like, you know, muting as they called you know, final boarding call for flight three, three, two, but no, at home should be good. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, and uh, joining us today is our special guests, uh, introducing Chris Falcone, the chief technical officer and uh, Jeffrey McKay, uh, the chief creative officer. And uh, they're coming from tag short for the aggressive good. Today, we're talking about their product tag pods, uh, a zero waste made easy green tech supply chain solution for the grocery marketplace. Welcome to the podcast, gentlemen. Thanks. We're happy to be here. We're happy to have you guys. Uh, so first things first, I think we're going to start with our intro question. Uh, we're just going to ask a little bit about where you guys kind of grew up, uh, where you're from, uh, any previous career experience. So why don't we start with you, Chris? Yeah, sure. Um, so I grew up in a small town uh, in Northern Ontario called North Bay. Not a lot to do there, but beautiful lake. And it's kind of town where you leave your front door unlocked. Um, I then went away to school at University of Ottawa where I took mechanical engineering and I got a lot of experience uh, with different professors, worked in the renewable energy space and was actually fortunate enough to start my own company uh, right out of university. Uh, we were a small product design company. The name is U Design Solutions. Uh, we specified or specialized, sorry, in small batch manufacturing and really bringing ideas from uh, concept to reality. Um, that kind of led me into uh, my experience with Jeff here. Uh, and in starting TAG itself. Awesome. And uh, Jeff, how did you uh, kind of get started into, you know, the career that you're in and uh, moving into uh, TAG? Yeah, um, well, I've, uh, I grew up in Ottawa and uh, I went to, uh, to university at Queen's University, and which I, uh, I dropped out of Queen's, but eventually finished at Carleton University. And I've had an, uh, you know, a really great uh, career, I suppose, that spans multiple industries. I worked uh, you know, a while ago it's installing solar panels on people's roofs. Um, all, my, all my work's been sort of in the impact. I really want to make uh, impact in the ecological uh, and, or social um, you know, industries. I've worked with uh, children with, uh, with HIV. I've worked, uh, I've worked with the Sierra Club, uh, creating uh, workshops, eco workshops, and delivering them to schools. And uh, I'm working with the uh, the Ottawa Fire Department as a 911 dispatcher and and uh, distra- or, uh, call, call taker dispatcher. But throughout all of my my career, um, you know, it, the the one thing that's been a constant is my own uh, ambition to be to live a sustainable lifestyle. And it's my own. Uh, it's it's something that I, I really value. And how uh, that kind of happened with Tag was, you know, I was searching for a way to conveniently reduce my waste at the grocery store. And, you know, bulk food shopping, while it is, you can reduce waste, it's very inconvenient. And it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of tagging, you have to weigh things, things are spilling all over, you don't know if they're, you know, cross contamination, there's, you have to tag things, you don't know how much you're getting. So um, I had an idea. Um, and I was working with Chris on another project, actually another creative project. And I 
brought this idea to Chris and said, you know, I think we can automate this entire process and make it really easy for people um, who want to reduce their waste and their impact on the planet to do so. And uh, we eventually, after a few years, we we're here now and we're, you know, we're thrilled to be here. Awesome. Uh, I just have a quick question for Chris. Our podcast listeners won't be able to, to actually see this, but Chris, is that a real aquarium behind you or is that a virtual background? He's got this uh, like amazing. Yeah, that, that is actually one of my obsessions. So, uh, you know, That's being awesome. an, an engineer inventor, I like to tinker and, uh, you know, having a fish tank system is, is one thing that I've always been interested in. That's cool. All right. Well, you can't see it, but uh, he has quite the fish tag behind him, which is a great background, actually. Um, all right. So off to tag pod. Now I'm going to butcher this and then you guys can clarify it for our listeners. But basically you go into a grocery store and they've got those bulk dispensers. And as a kid, I used to love it because I'd always like, you know, sneak a little candy. And then my mom would yell at me. And then later when <laughs> I was a student, you know, I would take a bunch of like, you know, expensive nuts and then write the wrong number in the tag and pretend they were smarties and, and I was like making <laughs> sure, off like a bandit. I'm sure retailers loved you. Yeah, they did. They were like, oh man, there's bulk bell coming to steal and basically fraud. Uh, but so TagPod is essentially a new higher tech uh, take on the bulk dispenser that a lot of us have seen at grocery stores. It's much more than that, but just to give our listeners an idea. This is when you walk in and you want to dispense some bulk materials and the TagBot system from my very brief overview today that I did was basically version 2.0 of this. But what is the elevator pitch? So I run into you at a barbecue. I explain that I'm in the garbage industry. You make a few jokes about the Sopranos. And then I say, what do you do? <laughs> so what, uh, what's kind of the elevator pitch for TagBots? Um, well, you know, we're, we're kind of doing something similar to that you guys are doing where we're bringing technology uh, into a space where it hasn't been before. Uh, and we're really trying to tackle the waste problem. So make zero waste shopping easy. We're seeing refill stations pop up everywhere, but they're still extremely inconvenient. And as well, the refill stations don't tackle the problem of waste throughout the supply chain. So it's really TAG's goal to optimize the supply chain uh, by bringing technology into a space where it hasn't been before. Yeah, we, we really just want to make it easy for people to make that transition from a linear sort of economy or a shopping model to a, a circular one. And so as a user, as a, as a consumer, um, I mean, there's been there's many benefits of the tag pod for, you know, suppliers, retailers and consumers. But for a consumer, um, you can now bring your own container from home, clean container, any container will do. And you can walk up to our system and grab a card, tap it hold a button very much like a gas pump. So you'll be able to see exactly how much in dollars and weight, um, let's say peanuts that you're getting and you'll know exactly. And it's instant as what our system weighs um, the product internally. So then it gives you that feedback right away. It allows you to control your shopping bill a little better. And it's uh, it allows you to bring your own containers and eliminate waste from the supply chain. So what was the inspiration for this? Are, is someone in the company from the grocery background or bulk dispensing? Or are you, like one day you're just walking through the grocery store and you thought, there's got to be a better way to get peanuts. That's it's it. such a pain. That's, yeah, that's you it. know, uh, Jeff's the idea man. He, he comes to me with uh, a, a lot of uh, ideas, some good, some bad. <laughs> I, feel you, I feel your pain, Jeff. I feel your pain. <laughs> and uh, so he actually, he actually took one of these gravity-fed bins one day uh, and walked into my office and, and dropped it on my desk and said, can you automate this? I think this is going to be, you know, the next big thing is if we can automate this. Uh, and so, you know, I, I looked at it and said, yeah, you know, we, we can work together on this. And we created our, our first prototype 
uh, which I like to call the monstrosity because uh, it was <laughs> it had every feature possible that you could imagine. Nice. Actually feature bloat is awesome. I love feature bloat. That, oh, yeah. that means you have a good idea when you can add 12 more ideas to it. So. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, so we basically we took this idea. Uh, we actually pitched it at, at some of these uh, startup conventions and we got absolutely torn apart. Um, mainly because the fin- finances behind the product just weren't there. Um, I'm an engineer uh, by backing um, and we had the engineering behind it, but we didn't have the finances behind it, which is where we were able to actually pull in uh, our third partner who's not here with us today, uh, Jennifer Lukong. Uh, she's an acting uh, CEO and CFO of the company and she was really the missing link for us and, and brought the numbers together. So, yeah. And, you know, the, the reason I, I brought it to Chris was I was, as you know, mentioned before, I was just really frustrated at how much packaging waste that we we're seeing throughout the grocery industry. And I, you know, I said, we, just, as you said, there's got to be a better way. Um, so and that's when uh, I brought that uh, gravity bed bin to Chris and we started working on it. Cool. No, I think the, uh, there's got to be a better way is one of my mantras as well. It has created some good and bad ideas over the years, but you know, all part of the, uh, all part of the process of being an innovator. Um, so how does this differ if we break it down a little more granular than the standard bulk dispensing system, because there's some really big innovation in this product, both from I'm supplying something to a grocery store all the way down to I'm the user walking in the door and I'm going to dispense some products. So what are kind of the key, the key differences between what's out there right now and the tag pod system? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, some of the some of the initial uh, ideas behind it are quite obvious when you see the system, you know, the differences where now we have an interface, it's acting like a gas pump rather than taking something with no tech. Um, but where I find the true innovation is, is we were initially focused on the consumer. Uh, so the consumer experience being able to bring in a container from home, not needing to pre-weigh that container and all the weighing happening, happening actively. So internally in the system. Um, but one of the really innovative components to our system is actually the cartridge itself. So the tag pod is a unit, but inside each unit, there's actually a reusable cartridge. Now this cartridge has a chip on it. Uh, so we're able to recognize what product is in that cartridge and when that pr- cartridge was refilled. And this can be shipped throughout the supply chain. So it's filled up in a co-packer, shipped to the retailer, used, and then shipped back to the co-packer to be cleaned and reused. Now, the benefit behind this is if I'm a grocery store and I want to put in a refill station, I need to now have an employee that manages that refill station. They make sure that the products are filled. They have to clean each of those bulk food bins. And it's a lot um, of grueling um, work behind it. By having a cartridge-based system, we're basically taking all the cleaning out of the system and we're putting that back into a facility that is prepared and used to cleaning it already. Uh, And then on top of that, we're able to track inventory using our cartridge. Um, So really where we see our key innovation is actually throughout the supply chain and not just what you see uh, in the retail space. Cool. So I'm, let's say I'm a coffee roaster. I would fill these up at my roastery, send them out to the grocery store, and it would be coded to say, this is medium roast, Guatemalan, whatever. And then I would, now if I'm the uh, you know minimum wage grocery store employee doesn't care, and I put this in the wrong spot. Is it gonna, is it going to say, "Hey, you put Guatemala roast in shredded coconut"? Eh, eh. Yeah, that that's the key behind the chip, really. So it, okay, cool. We, we wanted to have a way that the system would actually recognize, and that's actually how we're able to track the inventory uh, as well in each one because products have different densities 
Uh, so the cartridges are going to weigh different amounts. And if we know how much product went into the cartridge initially, the system's actually able to recognize how filled the cartridge is. Cool. And yeah. then from the, like the user level, I walk in the door, is it an app or a card or how do, how do you know that I'm me and I like to get some stuff? Yeah, well, you know, everybody wants an app nowadays, um, and we've been asked about an app a lot. And while this is in our scope, uh, right now we we want it to stay simple. So we have an internal store card. It's just an RFID card, similar to what you would use to open up a hotel room door. You would take one of these RFID cards, you tap it on the front of our system, and that activates it. Our database then recognizes that that card is paired to that transaction. And when you go to checkout, you actually tap this card on one of our tag kiosks. So we have a separate okay. kiosk gotcha. in the store. Yep. This is where you see all of your totals and you print out a receipt with a barcode. This would act similar to the deli counter where you're able to then scan that barcode on the existing POS system of the store. Uh, we didn't want to create an API plugin right now. There's so many POS systems out there. And this was really the easiest way to integrate into existing POS systems uh, with minimum red tape. Right. Cause you're just, you're just another skew at this point. Exactly. Yeah. It got yeah. You. Okay. I yeah, know that makes sense. And so um, can you explain the economics of the system? And I guess a couple of things is like, let's say I'm, I want to install one of these, in my grocery store, you know, what's the pitch? Is it like, you know, less theft from, you know, kids like me when I was a kid, less fraud because I'm writing down, you know, raisins when I'm really getting, you know, lint chocolate, that kind of thing. Like yeah. what, what kind of makes this work in terms of from an economic perspective? There's a few things as far as um, we've, we've sort of optimized the efficiency for in that respect and that uh, we can track inventory like, you know, really never before in bulk. If you talk to a bulk food store manager, they say it's a bit of a nightmare tracking the inventory due to spillage. You know, customers just accidentally spill stuff. There's kids like you who are, you know, mislabeling things. There's cashier error. Um, there's cross-contamination of food sometimes. So we've, we've taken away all those pain points. Um and that's just one of the, the savings that the, the retailer and the consumer can get. Um, the consumer, it's more, it can, it's more flexible. You can get exactly how much you want rather than the prepackaged amount. But Chris might have a bit more on the economics of that to add as well. Yeah, what we're really trying to provide is bulk as a solution. Uh, and so while we will still have a setup initial fee, um, we see the, the software side of it uh, as a large benefit as well. Uh, for both the producers and the retailers. Um, and the idea is being able to kind of make their system as painless as possible. These refill stations are popping up all over the place. Uh, the government of Canada is coming out with a ton of legislature, which is making it more difficult to package goods in single-use plastics. A lot of other countries are following in this. And so we're going to need to change. And we're trying to move with this change and provide a solution that's going to be as easy and painful as possible. Yeah. With our solution, you know, because we have a circular solution, there's not a lot of waste, really no waste um, as far as packaging goes, because, you know, if you're, if you're a, a supplier, you have to pay to buy the packaging to put your, your product in. And then the consumer also ultimately pays for that. And then it ultimately just goes to the waste. And with legislation coming in from municipal governments, federal governments, 173 countries around the world, looking at a plastics pact, um, there's going to be you know, punitive measures if you're going to, to dispose of this. So now, you know, you're paying for something to make it and you're paying for something to dispose of it. And we're eliminating that. We're hoping to. 
Yeah. And I think with <clears throat> EPR becoming more of and more of a commonplace item in uh, North America, companies are going to start to look at, you know, hey, maybe I can sell a certain percentage of my product without having to pay EPR on all the packaging, which obviously bulk is a good channel. So uh, can you share some metrics in terms of sustainability in the pod system? Like I install one of these in my grocery store and at the end of the year, I can say, great news, we sold X number of, you know, tons of bulk material. And that translates into, you know, reduction of packaging of Y, carbon emissions, all that kind of good stuff. Is that something you guys are tracking or is that still something TBD? Uh, no, we we uh, we have put some metrics together. Um, you know, based we partnered with a local Ottawa food chain, uh, Natural Food Pantry. Uh, so all of our metrics are calculated actually based off of their bulk food sales. Um, so if we take one of our small stores, which is operating with roughly fifty pods in it, each pod is saving roughly fifteen single-use plastics per day, uh, and I'm referring okay. to a five hundred milliliter plastic container. Okay. So that's kind of the, if I was to buy this stuff non-bulk, that's what I would generate. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so if, if we take the store with 50 pods in it, uh, then we're looking at about 273,000 single-use plastics per year. And then when we meet our goals at 2024 and we have 12,500 pods in circulation, we're going to be saving 187,000 containers a day or 68 million containers a year which is just the first time I calculated, I, I was baffled uh, by the impact that we can have. Uh, and this is in roughly a hundred stores, large and small. That's and actually this, not even that many stores. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. I, which makes you think of just how much waste is actually uh, in the grocery space. Um, and this is primarily on the consumer level. Uh, so this isn't talking about the waste in the supply chain, as well as the waste from overproduction uh, of product or product going bad. As right. well, which is where we're hoping to uh, have an impact on that. So this, well. yeah, you're right. Because if you're getting packaged stuff, typically it's coming on a skid, which shrink wrapped in a cardboard box could have some secondary packaging as well. So by exactly. the time that package actually gets on the shelf, there could be a whole other layer of packaging that it's already shed, so to speak. Yeah. Um, so that brings my next question is where, so who's currently using the tag pod system in, in Canada? Kind of where are you guys at in this exciting startup journey? You built one. It works. It's alive. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that, that's the important thing. You know, uh, being the engineer behind it, I was actually uh, uh, very happy with the performance that we had up until now. Uh, there hasn't been a lot of a lot of hurdles on the technical side of things. Um, we're currently operating in Natural Food Pantry. Uh, they're a local Ottawa chain. We partnered with them, uh, I think, just over a year ago, and they've been awesome helping us at every step of the way. Uh, so we're operating in one of their stores, and we've had a ton of really good feedback from consumers, uh, really good feedback from employees as well. And it's really helped us kind of refine our system and really know what to develop next. Uh, and actually we, we are in the process of shipping one of our systems out to Vancouver. Uh, so Colin, we invite you guys to come by. We're going to be at uh, CHFA now. Um, okay. Booth uh, 1715 uh, this weekend. And uh, so we'll actually have one of our systems there for you guys to come test out. Cool. Well, Ty's in Vancouver. I'm, I'm based in Kelowna, but he can come down and uh, nice. what are you guys dispensing? We've mainly focused, well, at, at the uh, conference. At the show, gonna, yeah. At the show. Well, of course, we got to dispense some goodies. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. we, we, I think we got some Jelly Bellies, uh, some chocolate-covered almonds. Nice. Uh, maybe some trail mix as well. That's good. Trail mix, very Vancouver-focused uh, in terms of bulk dispense. So uh, that actually brings us to our... One of our last questions is what's next? Can you dispense other materials? So right now you're dispensing 
bulk grocery, but kind of, I find whenever you develop something, you get these weird phone calls from people saying like, oh, hey, I saw you're doing this. Can you dispense something else? And you're like, never would have thought of that. So it's like, have you been approached by like, you know, a pet store to do like kitty litter or, I mean, there's got to be a lot of other stuff out there that we could depackage. Yeah. Well, and you know, Jeff's the idea guy. So he's uh, come to me with lists of uh, products. He, uh, <laughs> lists of random stuff that he'd like to dispense. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think he came in one day and wanted to be a marijuana dispensary, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, bulk that, bulk, uh, uh, bulk cannabis. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, there's um, a lot. <laughs> there, there's a lot that we can do, you know, anything that can be packaged as a bulk uh, item, like pet food, there's vitamin supplements, there's, uh, you know, nuts and bolts, for example, um, health and beauty products. There's a lot of things that we can, we can dispense with this and in a lot of different areas too, you know, oh, we wow. can put, nuts and, and we, bolts. If you guys could solve that jumbled mess at Home Depot, which is called the <laughs> bulk, everything in the wrong box system they have, that would be <laughs> That would be epic. That that would like Nobel Peace Prize material, I think. Well, thanks. Yeah, we're, we'll work on that for Colin. We're good. Um, we, we, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just going to say, is Canada your guys' focus or is this an international, you want to take it to the US? Because uh, I think a lot of Canadians, especially in the grocery market, you look at the Canadian market and grocery and you realize that, you know, part of California is bigger than all of Canada in terms of the grocery market. Yeah, so so initially we are focusing on Canada because we are providing a system that needs maintenance and repair. Uh, but definitely our next move is going to be the U.S. Uh, we are getting a ton of interest just from our initial launch uh, from companies all across the U.S. Um, and then also we've had a lot of interest in Britain, actually. Uh, we've had companies reaching out to us from there uh, who have interest in moving our system over there because I guess bulk food shopping there is not actually... Um, uh, very popular. And currently with the new legislature coming into place with the, the ban on single use plastics, uh, there's refill stations popping up all over Britain. Uh, and they're having some issues on how to implement the system. So some of the pain points I was discussing earlier about needing an employee to maintain and manage that system, uh, we take a lot of that away. Um, so we're getting a lot of interest out of Britain as well as the US. So we, we're excited to expand. Uh, we just got to get one foot in front of the other first, of course. Yeah. I mean, I think there's something to be said by, you know, stay close to home where you can support it and service it and, and also talk to your customers instead of, you know, taking on the world right off the bat. Uh, one last question and then turn it over to Ty to do our, uh, our ending question is, are you guys focused on like the kind of zero waste dispensary market, or is this more about going into the traditional grocery uh, sector and kind of trying to make that better because there's there's more and more of these like zero waste refilleries popping up. I know in my city there's two, and I'm not even in a large city. Mm-hmm. Um, is that kind of the greenfield because you've already got people that are on board with reducing their packaging, or is it more let's get into the grocery uh, side of things? Well, our our main focus initially was the small independent grocers because um, there's the least red tape uh, going into these spaces. Uh, so this would be the small zero waste stores that you're referring to. Uh, but really, we're open to enter any market. Our hope is to be in main uh, large grocery chains as well. Um, we believe that we're making our system a lot easier to bring bulk into areas where it hasn't been before. Uh, so there's been a lot of discussion about bringing it into university campuses, uh, you know, the basement of condo buildings, uh, and being able to provide a system that's autonomous, that doesn't require an employee to be there, because uh, their system would allow for that as well. Um, so our main focus right now still is the small independent grocers. 
Uh, but we definitely do see ourselves in large independent or large grocery chains as well. Cool. Uh, Ty, I'm going to let you uh, right. take it to the finish line. Sounds good. All right, gentlemen. Um, on the Get Better at Garbage podcast, we always like to ask our skill testing question. No, how do you guys like your eggs? Uh, we believe that <laughs> how you like your eggs is a window, a window into your soul. Really? Uh-oh. Um, well, I'll go. I'll, so I, I'm on the move a lot. I really, uh, I, you know, I'm, I have my backpack with me, uh, lunches. So I, I actually hard boil my eggs quite a bit. And then I will, uh, I make a, I, I bring the hard boiled eggs and I have a bit of a secret sauce with, uh, that's comprised of Dijon mustard, paprika and, uh, mayonnaise. And I bring that sauce with me and I, uh, I eat my eggs like a King, just dipping it in the sauce. <laughs> Sounds very meticulous, Colin. Yeah. It's, it's, this, I'm assuming the sauce could be bulk dispensed if it really takes off. Yeah, we could we could try to do that. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And also bulk dispensing of hard boiled eggs. Cause I was actually at seven 11 the other day and they have pre-made hard boiled peeled eggs in their snack section now, which kind of blew me away. I'm a big hard boiled egg fan as well. So nice. Glad to see that they're, they bring it to the mainstream at seven 11. So uh, what about you, Chris? What's, what's your egg style of choice? I, I can't say mine's that interesting. I, I'd probably say over easy cause I don't like it when they're runny. So <laughs> that's it. All right. That's it. Yeah, I'm with you on the runny. Although poached, if, he, if it's runny, just right and gets on the toast. But uh, I, I, I also prefer a nice firm yolk. Nice. So that's good. <laughs> All right. Well, we know each other intimately now. So that's yes. Good. I mean, geez, what's left to learn? I think we can end this episode there, Ty. We're learning everything <laughs> yeah. about everyone. Yeah. Thanks for the insight, guys. Um, so if anybody wants to get in contact with you guys or learn more, um, where can they find you? Uh, our website, uh, www.aggressivegood.com and, uh, you know, info at tagpods.com is where you can uh, send an email if you like more info. Awesome. And you guys active on social media at all? Yeah, we have our Instagram yeah. account. It's uh, active, uh, aggressive good uh, on Instagram. Awesome. I will add that into the description. And uh, if you're in Vancouver this weekend, uh, please visit them at the CHFA uh, at the Vancouver Convention Center. What booth are you guys located again? Uh, it is 1715. 1715. All right. I'll also put that in the, the description for anybody else. Um, thanks for joining us, guys. We appreciate having you on the episode. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Well, that's a wrap for this episode. Remember, you can recycle past episodes at www.recycle-smart.com forward slash podcast and follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks for joining us. And remember to get better at garbage, rock the recycling, and save some serious dough.